0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Deep Shift. I am Michael Armstrong and my guest today is Laura Fay. Laura is a Pleiadian channel and social media influencer. Her mission is to help people align with their highest self as we move from the 3D to the 5D consciousness. Laura, welcome to Deep Shift.
1: Thank you, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so this, this show's all about the shift in consciousness that's taking place on the planet. Uh, How do you see the consciousness in this planet shifting at this moment?
1: I see a lot of people waking up, having spontaneous activations because of how chaotic this year has been. And it's truly an amazing thing. So a lot of what I see people focusing on is how crazy this year is and You know, the stress and the uncertainty, the political climate, especially in the United States, but really all over the globe. And I feel the opposite, honestly, because I see from a perspective of energy and vibration. And the energy and the vibration is raising dramatically, especially if you're a light worker and you actually feel these light codes that. We get, you know, we're we're the lucky ones. We get activations and the vibration is raising so much that people cannot help but start to question reality and look at their lives and feel into these parts of their lives that don't feel fulfilling as they once did, because we've all sort of been forced to go inward and... Look into our souls. All of this time that's been slowed down, not able to leave your house in some cases, and uh, really not distract yourself with the usual charade. Mm -hmm. So it's really uh, raising from this construct. I, I call it the matrix because it's just the most appropriate way to describe what we've all sort of been indoctrinated to believe is reality and start to poke holes at it and see that it is not actually the big the whole picture. So we're seeing that we have the power to change our reality. and once you do tap into yourself, you start to realize that some of this has been by design to get people away from themselves and not know how powerful they are so in a nutshell
0: (laughs) (laughs) humanity's awakening in a nutshell i i just I, i feel like it's such a such a Uh, kind of mind boggling experience to, to recognize reality. Like the first step is just recognizing we're alive. Like we're here because a lot of people just kind of go through life. Like this is life. And this is like, this is kind of all it is, you know, just it's life. This is what you do. You wake, you're born and you die and like that's life. But to, to wake up to, you know, in in a, a lucid reality sort of state to, a bit of depth within this reality. And 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 by that, I mean the fact that there are all different sorts of dimensions that exist within this existence. You know, we're yes. kind of in like the third dimension, fourth dimension right now, you know, time and space and it feels linear and it's very comfortable and, you know, <laughs> years go by and <laughs> <we're> t- <laughs> very time-based, right? We We age and all of that. Uh, but we're entering more of a five-dimensional reality in which time is a bit more malleable, a little bit more plastic, and we are able to see that our souls that exist within these bodies are multidimensional, multifaceted, everything happening in the now moment, and then this like greater reality that starts to exist. And yes. within that greater reality, there's other... Um, from what I've, from what I've uh, learned over the past few years of all the research is that there are beings that exist like the Pleiadians that mm-hmm. uh, are kind of like a family member of, of humanity on a kind of ancient, uh, <laughs> ancient sort of way, right? Absolutely. Connected as family. And some of us are Pleiadians who came to Earth born in little baby bodies to Uh help raise the frequency (laughs) of the planet. And um, you channel the Pleiadians. Right. Which is super cool. Yes. Uh, I I would love to kind of dive into that and hear more about that. Uh, Like, when did that kind of begin for you? Is this a new thing or have you just been your entire life channeling the Pleiadians?
1: So this is a new thing in the sense that I have a name to call them now because I have had the ability to be an open channel for most of my life that I've been aware of and I used it for other things acting was my main focus for a long time and as an actor you're channeling characters and so I felt I felt I had a lot of experience with the spirit realm through that being my focus but I didn't realize that it was so much more than that and once I went through this my own sort of spiritual awakening this year and I believe we have many so the the one that happened this year started with discovering my human design so if People don't know what human design is. There are people who do your chart, similar to your astrology chart, and you find what type you are, where your strengths are. It's very much about your human body. And I'm a reflector, which is someone who has every single chakra and channel open. (laughs) And it's a very rare type. (laughs) So they actually refer to us as aliens (laughs) in this human design. And for some reason, when I had that chart done, I started to hear, I have clear audience. So that's my main ability is through hearing spirit and hearing Pleiadians and hearing the Galactic Federation and being able to discern which message is from which being group. Mm. So the, The Pleiadians are, their mission is so, so aligned with where I've always felt my mission was. So that was my first clue that it was my soul tribe and history. So they are very purposeful about this shift in consciousness and humanity ascending into the fifth dimension in unconditional love and in harmony and peace with everyone. So I know that sounds a bit woo-woo, but I believe that once you drop a lot of the matrix construct, it's much easier for us to interact with each other in love than in anger and fear and uh, division. So, I feel as much as possible to practice this in my own life and through spreading the message, it will start to at least plant a seed that this is possible.
0: Yeah. The, the woo woo life. Well, welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pure woo. <laughs> right. It's great. It's,
1: it's amazing. Yeah. And it's freeing. It also frees people. Once you have more awareness of all of the dimensions, the beings, the what we have that we cannot see with our eyes, when your third eye is open and you start to have more of a connection with your intuition, which happens as you naturally ascend and go through the journey. Uh, some people ask me a lot, how do... I open my third eye, and it is just something that when you're on the path, it will naturally happen, and it just probably will depend on when the time is right for you, for the person. So I wouldn't try to force it to happen, but it will just—it's sort of a byproduct of the journey.
0: So the Pleiadians—they are uh, essentially a, a race of beings similar to, to humans. Like we're, we're Earthlings, <laughs> you could say we're yeah. on Earth. And and Pleiadians are within the the Pleiadian star system, correct? Yes. And so how how would you describe the Pleiadians?
1: They are almost translucent looking and they have similar to like a Norway or that Viking essence to them. Uh, Although... I believe there are also people who identify with the message of the Pleiadians. So they can be an olive skin. They can be uh, all kinds of ways that they look. The feeling that you get from them is a feeling of pure love and light energy. And when we think of ourselves as beings of light, I feel that they are really helping us to feel into that more and not identify so much with our physical bodies and so much with the thoughts in our head that we are more fluid than that. So they have a bit of a bluish hue and that is something that they're they're tapped into is the the, the color spectrum, because that's your throat chakra, so speaking your truth is a big part of the mission also. Um, but the traditional Pleiadian, blonde and tall and a bit uh, fairy-like.
0: And they're beautiful, right? Like we, Humans would consider Pleiadians to be
1: beautiful. Right. They I feel are very, like that's a characteristic. very, very beautiful. Yeah. People have seen them. I, I think they get, can they get confused with giants. Oh. So there are giant sightings and they'll, you'll see a real tall Amazonian looking person who has blonde hair and blue eyes. Uh, but I just don't want to limit it to that because there are people who identify with their message who are, who look different ways.
0: And I imagine if they were incarnating on this planet and they weren't just like traveling here, you know, but they were incarnating here, they could really choose whatever body type they desired as the Pleiadian soul. Right. Right. Uh, so, and I feel like
1: that with, with most beings. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's the multifaceted reality. So I, I recently uh, I interviewed Elizabeth April and she was talking about the, the galactic federation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a really, really cool concept. Uh, maybe you could you could dive into a little bit, but it's it basically like this federation of a bunch of different kind of races of beings who keep a bit of order in, in the galaxy in this area, um, and are also having a you know, kind of a keeping a nice close watch on Earth.
1: Well, it is in their contract with humanity to be the overseers they're kind of the united nations but for the galaxy. And if you do also and I do like Elizabeth April, she just sort of came into my awareness recently. Yeah. Uh, so it's synchronicity. But uh, I think from from what Dolores Cannon has spoken about, if you you probably are also familiar with her work.
0: I love her. She's great.
1: I love yeah, I love her also, but she so From what I gather and from what they have expressed to me, the Galactic Federation wants order, but also they're very protective of the earth itself, of Gaia, and do not want her destroyed. And it got to a level of destruction that was almost violating the contract that the Galactic Federation had with humanity. So they were allowed to step in to start to activate more with more vigor at this time. Mm. So a lot of people like me and others who are fi- who are getting these downloads, who are feeling into their presence. That's because we, I suppose, have been chosen to do so, to spread their message. And it is a collection. It is not just Pleiadians, it's Arcturians, it's Syrians, it's um, just the different galaxies that are, they've got, what I see is like a Knight of the Round Table with these various different looking beings, Hmm. like the heads of their, their, civilizations. But they're also very similar to an energy of Abraham. So Abraham Hicks. Like they are, there's more than just them. And it's it's a very powerful, powerful energy. And also I do not want to get away too from the idea that we aren't talking about there being one God because I know that this is going against that idea. And it all is connected because we are all source.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. When so when the, pe- Go ahead.
1: Oh no, I just, when people do ask me where Jesus fits in hmm. with this concept, it is all connected is what I say. And that Jesus lives within us as does the Buddha, as do the Pleiadians, as do, so we're all on the same team.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I, I see that as well. Um, and when higher beings talk about God, they, they refer to it as source. And it's a really good, I think it's a really good kind of name for, for the completely undescribable. like the human mind and human brain could never comprehend nor describe using words the, the, the concept, the reality of God. Which yes. is the source of everything, the infinite nature of all, which is like yeah, you know, we can say these words and they kind of hit, but to recognize and to like feel it and to see it is next to impossible and it's cool that yeah, other other beings also see the uh, God as as source, you know the single source, the one infinite creator in the law of one and um, also see Jesus as yeah an, an incredible being who who did some very important work on this planet
1: right and and also we're coming out of the age where the patriarchy was dominant so to have the jesus and god be god the father and the son that spoke to the time in a way that was powerful and we're shifting into more of a divine feminine energy being taking more of a leader role As we go into the Aquarian age so it's interesting we'll just see how the story may shift and I say story but metaphor or teaching whatever resonates for people but it's uh it is shifting because we are connecting more to Mother Gaia who is a feminine essence and we'll just I'm just kind of along for the ride to see what what starts to come down the down the pipeline
0: yeah the, the divine feminine is rising it's it's significant and it's really awesome i just released a video uh, on tiktok about the political energies in this planet and you know the feminine is necessary and how politics is masculine feminine and masculine has dominated politics and kind of the planet for millennia and Now we are in a a stage on this planet where, where the feminine is, is starting to come back into equilibrium. And, uh, what that looks like is like the green movement, like healing the planet, like people actually saying, okay, so let's focus more on, on healing the planet rather than just making money.
1: Yes. Right. Making
0: money to the detriment of the planet you know, polluting the atmosphere and all of that. So yeah, it's really nice that we're stepping into the divine feminine. I think it's probably necessary and probably going to prevent um, the end of the human race.
1: I think so. And also for masculines to integrate their own divine feminine, because we all have both.
0: Great point. Yeah, it's not, it's not male or female. It's, yeah. No, it's an energy. It's an energy. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I love that. Uh, So have you gotten any um, messages lately from either the Palladians or the uh, Galactic Federation that you're interested in sharing?
1: The predominant message is to be ready for anything uh, (laughs) because we are, we haven't seen everything that this year has in store for us. And I believe that we are still in a little bit of an intermission from the first part of this year and everything that has gone on up to this point. And that once this time passes by the winter solstice, solstice, (laughs) you're going to see some events um, that will force people to Choose one or the other camp. Like we, they will be fully in three D or five D, and the, these events will force your soul to take a stance on: uh, Will you choose fear, or will you, will you choose love?
0: Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. And
1: it is in a nutshell. I mean, it's um, it's using discernment. So as much as possible for people to be able to know how they feel without an outside source or authority or a news, whatever you may hear or be experience or what you, you comes into your reality, go within and be able to, to know how you truly feel. Because we've, we've gotten very distanced from that. Ability, but it is our greatest ability and Once you do start to nothing can shake you, you know, someone May tell you something that doesn't jive So well with you be able to say I don't agree or this is actually what I believe without compromising your truth
0: Yeah yeah, I wonder, what, I wonder what sort of events would transpire for that to, to happen.
1: Well, there are a few options, and timelines shift. So this may or may not come through at this time, but there are a few possibilities. There is a solar flares that have been predicted. There are possibly the unveiling of the fact that we are not alone. Hmm. And that aliens exist, which <laughs> obviously I already believe, and we we know that. But yeah. it will be on a massive, more mass scale, and the way that that is presented is going to make a difference. Oh, whether it's this is something that we should fear or something that we should embrace.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting if it was displayed in a way that it was something we should fear. I feel like that would be kind of a. Almost like a fake disclosure at that point.
1: Well, right. But everything sort of on the national scale is exaggerated.
0: Whenever I see alien movies where the alien is like angry and like, like wants to just like kill humans, I'm like, no, come on. If,
1: no. if an alien <laughs> is,
0: is a higher conscious being than humans, like they're going to be enlightened much more than human beings. Yes. I mean, I sure, that's you know, why I've bad apples here and there, but come on
1: the movie arrival was probably the closest to felt truthful in a I mean, sense it, it didn't rip it was a, it was really well done but it yeah that didn't paint them in such a negative light
0: yeah painted them as like these like like very intelligent beings that were like communicating with trying to communicate with little earthlings
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> to help us realize that time is not real,
0: right? Yeah, wow, that movie was a trip, oh, it man. was
1: so. But that is that is a big, also a big message is uh, realizing that time is not something that we need to identify with, mm. and people do attach that to your age and attach that to your what you've accomplished at. A certain age and you know none of that is it doesn't have to mean anything because we can decide that it doesn't
0: yeah yeah I, I've decided that that doesn't yeah it doesn't I'm, I'm not following that that path
1: no, <laughs> no. well and I did mention this in the last download that I got from them which is that we've gotten so far away from the natural rhythm of the earth and the cycles and the Uh, the lunar cycle and the seasons and circadian rhythm just that that is how we all used to live and even you know living in uh tree houses as children and that resonates from our past lives as beings and maybe also humans who were just more in touch with the earth cycles
0: yeah, I've always felt more at home in trees than anything.
1: Right. <laughs> climb a tree
0: and just feel feel at home.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So um, I was watching one of your latest videos, and uh, you're talking about the, the sacred power of sex, sexuality. And I, I find that to be really interesting. And that's also kind of the next level. Because um, I think humans are going about sexuality in kind of like a – like a walk in the dark. You know, like if you run into something, you run into it. Like there's no real structure for for humanity really with sexuality and dating and that. And I was listening to a Pleiadian message. Uh, I don't I don't know who channeled it, perhaps Barbara. Don't remember her last name, but she was like a, a famous Pleiadian channel. Um, and she was talking about how the Pleiadians view relationships and sexuality quite a bit differently. Like it's, it's it is a bit more sacred um and i was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that um you mentioned like red and white tantra which i don't i'm not familiar with that but it sounds really cool um mm-hmm. but yeah what are your thoughts on on the the sacred power of sex
1: well it's it is the sacred power and it has the power to create human life so if you can create human life with sex Power to channel it into something that you want to create in your reality you can manifest that almost instantly with sex I call it sex magic but using it in a way that is healthy that does not damage your energy so ideally I feel and I don't I don't want to tell anyone how to go about their sex lives (laughs) but Mm -hmm. if you are monogamous with someone and you can work on this energy together to harness it and play with it and it really it allows you to get to know yourself more so I feel like there is a lot of a stigma around sex, which I'm trying to break. (laughs) And I think that we're just, we associate sex with shame and it's not healthy. So whatever your leanings to not feel shame about any of it would be the dominant message that it's, we are sexual beings Sex creates life and be healthy with your energy flow. If someone's energy is off, you don't feel like you want to be intimate with them. You don't have to be. So it's just just realizing that you, you create these energetic cords with other people when you connect sexually. And it's interesting, this virtual reality that a lot of us are in. Lately, and uh, some people may be doing more phone sex or virtual mm. sex, which we really actually like a lot <laughs> because you're able to contain your energy while also feeling that connection. Because physical space is illusion, so it's it's a way to receive energy without getting drained.
0: Mm. But if
1: you are in a relationship or you are with one partner, that's the idea is that you will never get drained. You'll just build and build your energy flow. So, but that may not be everyone's objective. So, if your objective is not necessarily to experience that raise in energy in this lifetime, your experience might be to have various encounters various forms of energy and you're going to broaden your perspective which would be with more partners which would be with uh orgies or you know anything like that that we used to do with abandon and not judge ourselves for it so that that's really what it is being non-judgmental whatever your preference And recognizing where you are and what you desire, have good intentions, and not judge yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean orgies. Certainly, there's stigma (laughs) around that, right? Probably majority (laughs) listening were like. Orgies. (laughs) Orgies.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that word just came out.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because it's 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 a polarizing word. Like I I would imagine the majority of people who are listening or watching are like have some sort of like negative feeling about even that word. Yes. Which is fascinating. And they
1: yeah. they like to do that actually. We I because
0: when you say it they? gets
1: people. Well, the Pleiadians because I was actually just channeling a little bit for. What, and, and that's why like, I pause a little bit because I was making sure, is that the word to use or not? But it is because it gets, it gets the message across that nothing is off the table and we've gotten to such a place of guilt over our sexual history and our lives and we shouldn't Yeah, just let it go.
0: Yeah. And a lot of, uh, in, in religion, there's a lot of guilt and shame kind of tied to sexuality because, uh, religion back in the day was synonymous with government. They were one and the same. And so to suppress, you know, some people to, to tell them they're sinful and they should follow you. You could, you could use sexuality and that's a pretty easy way. And, um, when people feel guilt and shame, they then want to redeem themselves somehow. Right. Uh, and I, uh, in in the in the same Pleiadian channeling uh that i was referring to before it's yeah it's really interesting on the subject of orgies <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's really interesting their take on relationships in which uh they they do they do uh, a couple a couple different things where like one is like monogamy where you're with a, a single person and it's like a closed container very sacred you know you can practice the tantric energies uh, uh, and just build build your energy together in a really beautiful way and then um also having uh, almost like group relationships mm-hmm. where it's still a closed container um but it's multiple people who are all kind of in a relationship together right and that's been something that recently has been uh like polyamory and it's it's recently been a trending sort of topic you know people have been pushing the envelope socially there
1: well, I feel there are many more people who are with multiple partners, and it's more accepted than it used to be. Mm-hmm. That that's something that people who are in this younger generation—I don't—I guess they would be uh, coming up—are less attached to their sexual orientation. They they are more aware that we are just attracted to energy. And not necessarily a person or a gender, which is, which is good. That's where we're, where we're evolving to that. So they can teach us something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh there's a polyamorous couple on TikTok. I don't, I don't know their, their username, but it's, it's just fascinating. It's a, a guy and two women and yeah, it's just fascinating dynamic. It's like a very um, loving relationship and you know, it's, that's kind of that. It's like, right. That's well, it's
1: just great. exactly, as long as everyone is feeling the love right. and they feel yeah. that it works for them, that's great.
0: And I feel like people in gen- in our society uh, do practice like polyamory. They just call it dating. Like, right. <laughs> if, you're, if you're dating multiple people and you just, you're not committed yet to a single person, like, well, you're in relationships with multiple people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically we have different words for it, but it's ex- the same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so what else around sexuality is uh, something that has come up recently?
1: I feel s- for women in general to feel more free in in exposing your sexual side. And I do see a lot more of that, that people are wearing scantily clad outfits, you know, on their TikToks. And that does Get oh, attention yeah. and it yeah. gets both kinds of attention, <laughs> but it's empowering in a way that we're, we used to slut shame mm. women for like wearing little clothes or bikinis as if they're doing it just for attention and not expression. And that is something that also feels needs to change and be respected and honored. No matter what your body type is, no matter what you what age you are, it being comfortable in your skin and expressing yourself should be allowed without any fear of recourse or any comments that you're doing it for the wrong reasons. So if women can feel more empowered, I, I remember getting in trouble in school for my skirt being too short a lot. (laughs) And uh, that is set up from such a young age to even be aware of. So I'm getting in trouble and sent home for my skirt being too short. But then you open a magazine and you see all these ads of women wearing no clothes and just have, you know, they have little, the products are placed to cover. So you get mixed messages about sex and you find that you get mixed messages about a lot of things, which is part of the cognitive dissonance. So I do feel like men can help with this as well to be more accepting of it. There's something about it that triggers people. So I don't, I feel we're moving away from that.
0: Yeah, yeah. that, that's, that has been a hot topic lately uh, in social media. I mean, we have like the WAP song, you know.
1: I know exactly. <laughs> a,
0: such a like female empower like female sexual empowerment. It's just like remarkable. Uh, but the and it dialogue, blew up. It blew, yeah. And there's there's a reason. Like the 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 feminine to be able to express themselves sexually, and that song is so like vulgar. It's so like in your face. Mm. The words and everything is that that it's like. It's really like pushing, pushing the envelope for, for feminine sensuality and sexuality in a, in, a, in a cool way. And there's a reason why it's so popular right now. You know, people, people want that right. to be able to speak about it in a more empowered way because there's so much power behind it.
1: I agree. I, I love it. And I feel that kind of message is helping for women to feel way better about expressing themselves.
0: Yeah. And to not feel it's, it's almost removing shame. It's like a magic, magic tool to remove shame. Yes. Oh, I'm allowed to feel this way. Oh, it's celebrated.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And we do it with comedy. I mean, there's a way to do it with levity and not taking yourself too seriously that gives it this, it softens it a little bit for people, but I feel a lot of sometimes my messages come through as a slightly comical even though the message is supposed to be serious but it is by design because we are also not meant to feel heavy dense energy in our bodies when you take everything so seriously it can really weigh you down emotionally so to, to express these messages and sort of in a in a way that's less intense
0: Yeah. I I found that uh, a lot of people get stuck in a rabbit hole of spirituality that goes into seriousness. It's all like, very like, I see you. This is, you know, very like, uh, (laughs) and everyone like at that point starts to become very fake and like, everything's okay. You know, it's like, Whoa. And then you go, you know, visit people who are like super in in just like 3d world, you know, just have fun. And like, they're even more free than some spiritual people. It's like, they, really just are enjoying life and having fun and being comical and like yeah i think playfulness is very important as people grow spiritually
1: yes and it's right to so always be able to laugh and to change your energy yeah so cuz we get stuck very stagnant and it's always helpful to move the energy around whether it's with laughter or yoga so that you're so that you're in motion and getting your, you get in touch with your own energy flow. And especially for me or for any empaths who absorb other energy very easily to be able to have tools to shield yourself is that's, that's my biggest tool is move your body just go outside and take a walk or hug a tree (laughs) and absorb the energy of the tree. Ground yourself is so important.
0: Yeah. So I want to hop back on the topic of um, females wearing whatever they want, you know, sensual clothing, whatever, whatever that may be. Um, And then the, the dialogue around it, which is to not objectify women. And some men are, they don't understand because if they see a woman who's wearing like a small piece of clothing, they think that she wants to, or she's like inviting objectification because she's showing off her sensuality. And I've seen some TikTokers, a lot of them are talking about this, and there's a difference between saying, like, you look beautiful and objectifying. Perhaps you could dive into, like, for the males who are listening, like, Mm -hmm. what that looks like and how a male can navigate to not objectify but still appreciate.
1: Well, first of all, I, I would be really surprised to find a woman who is wearing clothes like that to get comments from men we are wearing the outfits because we we look good in them and we want to feel good especially if we are on TikTok and we are making content that is a visual medium so it isn't it isn't like someone you know to say you're asking for this negative attention that isn't first of all what we're doing and it's of course, we like the comments, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful, you're, you're so attractive, but a much healthier, the, the best comment I receive is when someone says, I love your energy. Mm. And that is a, a high tier thing to say. So when we start to even just change our words that we use and think of ourselves as energy, uh, that person is vibrating at a really high level would be another thing to say, but it's, it's part of the, there's a, I I see like a bell curve of awareness with this idea because there are people who are generationally stuck in this mindset that this is a girl who's just using her body to get attention. And that's a stigma. That's, that's a stereotype. I don't know what it would take necessarily to get through to break that stereotype other than having this massive shift in consciousness and having this awakening that we realize we're all just these beautiful beings of light and we're expressing ourselves through physical form. And we do that with our, our clothes, our, the colors that we wear, the, um, the content that we share and I think there's a, men feel a little bit of a a trigger when women are completely in their sexual power. And that is something else I made a TikTok about recently, that there is that rise of divine feminine energy happening. So when people are embodying it, uh, it almost doesn't just feel threatening to um, the male themselves, but also the masculine leadership is changing. It's not going away. It's, it's just in transition, but it, there's a massive, um, whenever anyone feels like they need to make a comment and actually type something out to say that you've gotten a reaction, of some kind so you're tapping into something that is meaningful and I feel like it's either going to be again surges of love and desire or a surge of fear and anger so depending on where a person is in their inner work it's it's going to be one or the other
0: yeah So, so for the, for the gentleman listening (laughs) to, to, if if you see a a female who's fully in her power and her sensual power, you can say, Hey, and you, and you appreciate it. You can say, Hey, I love your energy. And that is kind of encouraging their being their light. Like it's encouraging who they are. Like, obviously if they're, if they're dressing a certain way, it's because they want to, and they like to, so it's Mm -hmm. encouraging them for who they are. Um, rather than some of the more low frequency comments that it's almost like something you'd yell out of like a car window where it's like, eh. <laughs> like, it's like, what does right. that do? You know, like-
1: Like a bar pickup line at th- th- 2 a.m.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Where there's like, kind of like sliminess attached to it. So there, there's- well, there, Go ahead.
1: It's still, it's a self-awareness, I feel.
0: Yeah, because guys, like- I think whether a guy says you have great energy or says some derogatory thing, like I think the energy behind it is the same. They just don't totally have like the programming to know how to channel that where one feels good. A a female on, on TikTok I think put it really well. And she's like, and she was like being sensual, you know, she was showing off her body a little bit. And she was like, guys, you don't get it. Like if you objectify me and you say all these rude comments, I'm going to, dress less like this, but if you like encourage and you send like really like positive comments, I will feel more safe. And the feminine loves to feel safe to then express themselves more fully. Right.
1: Right. And also that's, that's a great way to describe it. And for females too, who are also integrating masculine energy, because it's not only the masculines that are absorbing feminine energy but it's the feminines that need to also develop their masculine side because it's the yin, the yin and yang i mean we're we're both so to feel empowered anyway no matter what anyone says Mm. uh and still keep wearing whatever you want because you like it and that's that's part of that when you get to know your true power nothing can throw you and you're still gonna feel motivated and you're on a mission this is part of masculine energy to have a purpose and a mission uh, and be kind of laser focused on that while also feeling like a nurturer and a supporter and to be spreading love like yeah. a feminine
0: and i feel like i need to mention that the masculine who is, is well-balanced, their masculine feminine, when, they, when that masculine sees the feminine rising in power, he is so excited and encouraging and is like, yes, finally, this is great. But then yeah. it's the masculine who's way too far in just masculine that feels threatened by female empowerment and like has, has you know, conflict within or, or, or outside of itself. Right. Um, so there is the masculine that does see the female empowerment and is like,
1: yeah, go, <laughs> go go. <girl." laughs> and it is, it is uh, different from the liberation movement, which is not, not exactly what it might get confused with that because it's really, it's more of a, a whole energy being alignment rather than, you know, we want equal pay. This is, this is beyond that. And uh, I feel like a lot of these movements over the years that have taken place in the 3D realm were not necessarily all to advance us and make us feel free. We are still feeling the illusion of freedom through all these movements. But this is the time where the spiritual beings and the, the aliens and the cosmic forces are stepping in and saying take a step back from that reality and really look at what is what you're feeling not just what you're seeing and what you're thinking
0: Mm, what you're feeling yeah that's huge that's like the divine feminine in a nutshell feel more (laughs) feel your heart right
1: (laughs) and 5d (laughs) it's the fifth dimension when we're feeling instead of in our ego
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of people have so many blockages and so much stuff to not have them feel, especially the masculine, the masculine needs to heal. Like one of the great things the divine feminine is going to do is help heal the masculine, which is really cute. It's really sweet. I think so. (laughs) I think it is. (laughs)
1: And, and, and something I read recently that, you know, men have just as many emotions as women. Oh yeah. They're just really taught not to express them or know that it's okay to feel them so a lot of the masks come out and a lot of these men have feel like they have to wear masks in their lives in every way and it's exhausting so we're encouraging them to drop that because when you are just yourself and you're authentic then you become really powerful and you're you're really attractive to women. <laughs> it's an opposite what you were taught, but that's, that's the reality.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the, the empowerment on both sides is such an important thing right now. And, and to feel empowered, to feel like we can step into our power to release all guilt and shame. And, you know, it takes those change makers, the ones who, who go first You know, and we see a lot of that happening with relationships and just even speaking about um, spirituality. Like I've recently started speaking about spirituality a a lot more recently. And I think you mentioned one of your videos that um, uh, people are being activated at this moment. Yes. Throat chakra activation, which the throat chakra, when it activates, you speak your truth. And so those little things that you've, you know, I had my spiritual awakening 10 years ago and I didn't talk about it at all for the first, you know, seven years, because it was so weird and crazy. And I didn't want to be perceived as weird or crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But whatever happened now, (laughs) I don't really care. And so I just share openly and honestly.
1: That's fantastic. and That's what I want to encourage everyone to do, to be open about it.
0: Yeah, me too. And it May Just to give you an insight, if you have yet to do that on the other side of that wall, it's incredible. I've had so many people reach out to me. I mean, all these new people, plus people from my past, like people that I went to middle school with were like, Hey, I saw that video you posted about energy. Like I had an awakening and I've been like scared to tell anyone about it, but let's, let's have a chat. Like I have a phone chat with a friend at 3 PM today to talk about her spiritual awakening. And we haven't talked in like seven years.
1: Wow, amazing.
0: Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, it's like- Very uh, cool. We don't realize. Because it is,
1: I didn't realize, and that is something that I did not make TikToks about this topic until recently. They were more acting and lip syncs and me expressing myself creatively, but I wasn't sure how to present the spiritual information that I've had. And that's when the Pleiadians stepped in and I started to channel them for TikTok because mm-hmm. I, there was something about they, I feel like they just took a hold and said, we've got it. We're going to run the show and we just are going to use your your vessel <laughs> to do that. But it's exactly the, the thing that I feel delivers this message in a way that people are responding to and reacting to. Because I've read tarot cards and I've done... Uh, Reiki and I do a lot of healing work but nothing has made it such a dramatic resonance in such a short period of time as when you start to say we're not alone and aliens exist and they're speaking to me and i want to tell you what they're saying (laughs) (laughs) then that's something about that people start to listen but it really is about the message which is if you're in the spiritual community we're all saying the same thing.
0: Yeah, and, and you've been blowing up on TikTok lately. Uh, I think you have, you have 26,000 followers now, and yes. uh, I also have 26,000 followers now, so it's kind of cool we're like around. Uh, synchronicity. Synchronicity, indeed. <laughs> of course. And I saw um, one of your Pleiadian videos on TikTok. That's how I found you on TikTok. It appeared on my mm-hmm. For You page. You were talking about this, this channeling, uh, or you were channeling, and I was like, oh, that's so dope. And so I, I went to your profile and it was all, the rest of it was all acting stuff. Really, you're very good at the lip sync acting. Very good at that. I highly recommend people checking your <laughs> profile out just for that.
1: Thank uh, you.
0: But then I was like, where are the rest of these channelings? You had like part one, part two, but it was just, just those. And every, every, next time every video showed up in my feed, <laughs> I would comment one more, more Pleiadian channeling, please. <laughs> <Like every laughs> video That came out and, um, So now you've got, now like the majority of your content is like channeling and spiritual and like really awesome stuff. Intermixed, you know. uh, And I I do
1: a couple of the the acting things just because they're funny. And that's again, with the keeping everything light and not Mm. one camp or the other camp, because there is an idea that we have to have, if we're content creators, that we have to have our, our niche and you can't go outside of that And any kind of creative expression is raising the vibration of the planet. So I feel like if there's something that you want to do, but you say to yourself, oh, that's not in line with everything else that I do, do it anyway because you don't limit yourself. Just whatever makes you feel good and makes you feel happy. If you laugh at it and you think it's fun and you have fun doing it, whatever it is, if it's a message, if it's a spiritual video, if it's uh, a silly, goofy um, spoof on the Hallmark Channel, <laughs> you know, whatever it is that you want to do, it's, it's really all what we are innately, our creative beings. So expressing our creativity as if you're your inner child that wants to be always playing we should never lose that and people do lose it, which is a sad thing. So to encourage yourself to go back to how you felt in this wondrous way as a child and retain that and express it.
0: Yeah. The, the childlike wonder is, is so important. And, you know, things like psychedelics uh, for me have have brought, back, Oh yeah. I remember when the whole world was new, when I saw the whole world as this like reality, as this new thing, we kind of lose that, that as we age, that reality, it's just like the same old, same old. Um, but yeah, that can happen with like awakenings or, or any uh, magnificent thing in people's lives. And uh, mm-hmm. one thing I wanted to, to chat about, which I think is, is super cool and also probably triggering for a lot of people um, but as along the lines of the empowerment of humanity and releasing all guilt and shame is, uh, is only fans. Like I saw that you have a, an only yeah. in your, in your, like, you know, it's like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, only fans. I was like, yes. Oh, that's dope. Um, <laughs> which for people who aren't familiar with only, and I don't know, it's a lot of people use it as all, all different sorts of, um, almost like the, like, uh, yeah. Anyways, for people who don't know what it is, it's essentially a social network that's private and the only way to subscribe to it is like a monthly subscription. So you'd, you'd follow someone by um, like paying some money to subscribe to that person specifically. And typically it's used for posting like nudity.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Some people do it for other, other, uh, Patreon endeavors, style. fitness, or that kind of thing. But it is mostly a nude platform. And what people are going to, see is that if you do have an account and you're an attractive woman or, you know, you, you are going to get subscribers who, if that isn't your content, they want that to be your content (laughs) because that is the, uh, overall, you know, when people think of OnlyFans, this is what they think of. So this is part of, and I didn't bring it up when we were talking about sexuality. I almost did, but I wasn't sure <laughs> if we were going to go into it in my personal life about that. But I'm, I'm happy to share about it because this is part of my message and my platform is to shred the shame of sexuality. And I have been an exotic dancer in the past, and I know what that life is about. Um, but I'm transitioning out of it and found this platform that's virtual. So again, it's very in line with what I was saying about the, uh, the message of not get letting your energy get entangled with someone in person, but still expressing yourself sexually and feel empowered by it. So there is also this disconnect between feeling like you can be a spiritual person, but not a sexual person, Mm. which is I'm trying to really uh blast that away because i am both and i believe we all are both
0: we all are both
1: yeah so uh, so i'm public with it and mine are tasteful nude photos and it doesn't go beyond that but i uh like the platform a lot. I feel that it gives people a place to see healthy sexuality and it isn't degraded and it's not Pornhub, <laughs> you know? Right, yeah. So it's my contribution to that world.
0: Nice. Good for you. I think that's dope. I Thanks. actually have a couple friends who have created uh, OnlyFans accounts and I see it as uh, also the 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 energies of the planet right the like f- the reason why prostitution is illegal is because um it's a really easy way for females to make money and if the feminine makes money they have more power so if you can make something like that illegal the, f- the feminine it's harder to have power it's harder to like you know you rely on the man now for money um right. and so that's i mean prostitution is is still illegal uh, in, in the majority of you know the u.s at least Um, but kind of this other aspect, which is the, the, the nude body, which is our, our natural state, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's an art form in itself. And, uh, what I think is cool about the OnlyFans idea is that the energy exchange that exists is very much like, uh, in balance where people pay money, which money is energy, And then someone then shows their body, which is also an energy. And there's that equal exchange there. And like you said, it's not like the Pornhub or, you know, one of those sites where like you don't know what you're going to get. And there's like anything and everything on that from like probably some like decent content to like, you know, exploitation and. and There's a range.
1: And if someone is attracted to me, I feel they're going to get a vibration that is what I'm in control of putting out there. So I'm still creating my own vibration in the sexual world. And it's they, if they were attracted to a different person's energy, they're going to get different content. But the, the thing with only fans is that we're in charge of it. Similar to if you're a social media influencer on any other platform, you get to decide what you're putting out and no one else is, you're your own boss in a way, so it's an entrepreneurial thing, yeah, and it's that is that is some way that when we're transitioning into the fifth dimension energy, people will start to work for themselves and start to do whatever it is that they feel they're in a flow state doing, and it doesn't feel like work necessarily,
0: yeah. Uh, my my friend, he's, he, who has an OnlyFans, uh, it, it's him, it's in a, he's a, in a couple, so it's him and his wife, uh-huh. and they just feel very free, and so they have the OnlyFans, they, they, they had a pretty huge social media following, because uh, he was in a band, you know, and she does social media, so they had the all, huge following there, and then, like, I guess, I guess one night, they were just like, let's just, you know, create some content, where, like, maybe we show ourselves nude, or something like that, uh, right. I haven't seen it, personally, but, um, so they made it and they've made like $80,000. Wow. Started, mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden they're, they're a huge following. There are some people who are actually interested in seeing their sensual side. Yes. Which is.
1: Uh, people, which is people respond a lot to wanting to see you with your partner. That because that's, it's that's real. True. Because it's, it's real, yeah. because it's real energy. It's not uh, fake, like porn is actors. And right. yep. I believe that people know on a level that they're watching something that isn't real. So they're not getting as turned on by it or affected by it. And at the end of the day, we just want real energy exchanges. And everything that I do, I feel into it before I do it because I have to as a spiritual person. And if it crosses one of my boundaries, i I don't do it. And if it is something that I feel proud of, I I put it out there and that's for anything, any kind of content, but we don't want to push anything that we feel again, shameful about. So the fact that they love doing it (laughs) and are free about it, that probably is why they're so successful because that is what is being transmitted, that feeling. And people love that, that, you know, to just have no, no fear.
0: Yeah, and it was an interesting journey. I've I've followed their journey on TikTok because they post a lot about it. And it went from like, you know, starting it where it was like, it's risque, you know, it's, it's different. It's it's not the norm that people are used to. And I think a lot of people's first reaction is like, ooh, that's bad in some way. I don't know why, but that's just bad. Because it, right, you know, it, it should be bad. Someone tell me that's bad, mm-hmm. but it's-, <laughs> it's no, nah, like it's literally art it's a, a it's another art form that um you know it's not attached like the porn industry which there's a lot of exploitation there which starts to delve into the negative frequency but it's mm-hmm. yeah like you said you're your own boss and they had some hilarious moments where they were like his uh his stepmom subscribed he's like and he posted to like he's like oh <laughs> like all of a sudden word got out, you know, and then and yeah. then he posted a video where his, he like told his mom, he's like, mom, I don't know if you know this, but like we started uh, OnlyFans. Here's what, here's what the deal. She's like, what? But for some reason, <laughs> and this, this is a great commentary on our culture for whatever reason, the moment they mentioned at the time they made like 60 grand from it, the moment they mentioned that, oh Oh, totally fine. Oh, <laughs> everyone was like totally okay with it because they made right. money with it, which is fascinating. Right,
1: it is um, interesting. Yeah. There's something about that that justifies.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially right. our, our current culture, which is probably a good thing that our current culture is like. Th- there's an element that allows it to be justified, um, but the justification's there, you know, with the money or not. But I, I guess that money is energy, and it, that is saying that you know there's something that people are interested in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's fascinating. So that's, that's, that's cool that, that you've got that and, and you're doing that. I think it's a, it's an, it's a new, a new way to make money. And I think there will be younger generations who will push the bounds of, uh, almost like nudity and, you know, the, the free, the nipple movement on Instagram, when like, you know, Instagram was first starting, that was pretty huge. And yeah I think there will be because It's just the human body and this, there shouldn't be so much shame around it.
1: Right. That's, at the end of the day, I think that that's what it is. And I've had a lot in my personal life of shame around not being open about what I did for a living or just being a sexual person. I felt judgment from my family, from, uh, society. And so when I do speak on integrating your shadow, if there is something in someone's life that brings you shame, like right now I'm telling you about this platform and being open and it's and being public with it. That to me is the full integration of the shadow because it's no longer keeping me from, there are no secrets. I'm, I'm being mm. transparent with you and everyone. And I'm it's, it really does set you free because I'm sure there are going to be comments on the fact that I have this OnlyFans and people do already make those comments sometimes, but uh, I don't let it shake me because at the end of the day, that's, what's giving me power. And that's, what's making me feel like a fully fleshed out creative whole spirit.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's uh, it's, it's, you are a, a, you know, a way shower. You are, guiding people and you are one who's pushing boundaries and I commend you for doing that um and you know the people who are listening and watching who may be judgmental or or whatnot I yeah I recommend just kind of looking inward to see where your where your thoughts are on on sensuality apart from just it's wrong like dive a little bit deeper into that like who says it's wrong how do you know it's wrong how do you internally feel about it you know? So yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. I was even like, should (laughs) I even bring it? I mean, I was like, well, I can bring it up because you just list it in like your links for everything. So yeah, it's not like a secret or anything, but there was even a part of me that was like, maybe I shouldn't because it's like a thing, you know,
1: (laughs) but that's true. It's a real, it's a real, uh, hot topic. And this is actually really good that it's even coming up that, that, that is, that is the point that, (laughs) we don't even want to talk about it, but we're going to anyway. And then everyone is out in the open and its it's like you can take a deep breath now.
0: (laughs) I love what you said about how it's the, the final integration of the shadow by being transparent with it. And that's just, uh, that's magic right there. Pure magic that the freedom.
1: It does because people that I, well, when you fear being judged, that can eat away at you and it's if you're around everyone who is giving you unconditional love, then there's nothing you can say to them that they won't in turn give you unconditional love back. So I, I say everything that there is about me, which is open because I'm expecting unconditional love back from everyone and you really do create your own reality. So that is my intention with it to be intentional and put out what you expect to receive and then receive it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I love that. That that's, that's that reflective reality we live in to expect that. Wow. To expect unconditional love for you. That's powerful. And it
1: does work. It really, people surprise you when you, when you feel that I've, I just am continually surprised by all the support and love that I have from my friends. And uh, it's, it's pretty, it is powerful and it works.
0: Yeah. You start to realize that the the people who don't agree with you or your, you know, viewpoint on life, uh, their opinion doesn't actually matter because it's invisible um, and when I say it doesn't matter, I don't I mean like it doesn't matter at all, but I mean, like it doesn't matter for your beingness because the, and this is something I, I had gone through just speaking about spirituality, you know, because, Oh, what if someone that I know judges me, but people judge all the time. And if they're judging you, and they, just, they don't say anything. That is all their energy. It doesn't actually affect you. So what affects you is only within your bubble. And if you're speaking your truth and you're being like totally transparent and honest and, and authentic, then if someone doesn't like it and they share that within your bubble, uh, then it's like you know this is just me. This is who I am. There's mm-hmm. there's not much else to it.
1: Right. It's it's yeah, and and it's part of the split. So when we're splitting from third dimension into fifth dimension, the ones that do resonate together will stay together and you will find that they all do fall away and you're only resonating with your soul tribe.
0: It's so, a natural, wonderful way to find your soul tribe and yes. lose old friends, gain new friends. And then you find you'll like lose a friend, but then you like reconnect with them at a certain point later. It's really cool how it, how it all it works. Is. But yeah, it's so good to be authentic. It's so wonderful, and I appreciate your authenticity. Um, so as we as we as we come to a conclusion in this interview, yes, <laughs> which has been a, a wild, really fun cool. interview. I, I appreciate every avenue we've explored. Uh, this is the first time on this podcast that I've gone into like sensuality and sexuality, uh, which I, I'm thoroughly interested in. I think it's yeah something that shouldn't be shamed, and it's a beautiful thing. Um, Yes, and we all have it. It's inherent. It's a gift that humanity has. You know, the se- sexuality is awesome. Like t- to be able to have sexuality is, it's magic. It's really cool, and it's there's so much to explore there. Um, where can people find you on social media? Instagram, TikTok, all that. OnlyFans.
1: <laughs> they're all so they're all of my. That's uh, the Laura Fay on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. And my OnlyFans is also Laura Fay. It's all linked. If you go to one of the social medias, you can hit my link tree and it's all there. I am on YouTube also. And uh, I believe that's it right now. Awesome. I'm going to start doing distant Reiki healing. I feel I have a few clients that are personal clients and just look for that coming up.
0: Cool. Yeah. So, uh, in terms of your offerings, like what, what kind of things do you offer people? You said the long distance Reiki you're going to start doing. So do you do, um, yeah, like, uh, channeling for people or coaching?
1: I have not stepped into that yet, but I feel it's coming because of the, the visions that I am able to receive from my Reiki clients. I feel like, can be tapped into and broadened. So we may, I may start doing some personal coaching and personal channeling for um, for people in the next few months. Definitely by the end of this year.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, I, w- I will include links to all the previously mentioned uh, stuff. So if you are uh, watching or, or listening, you can just check the show notes, and you can tap Laura's uh, links in the show notes for. Uh, easy findings. Um, yes. do, you, uh, do you have any, any messages, uh, any parting messages for people who are, who are tuned in?
1: The biggest message coming through is to aim for authenticity over enlightenment. Mm. And when you are aligned with your purpose, and you're feeling into what makes you the most authentic expression of you, then you will find enlightenment as you, as you aim for that. So really it all starts with ourselves.
0: That was a magical code that he just gave people (laughs) i I love that amazing (laughs) authenticity over enlightenment that that's that's a gift in itself wow i kind of my mind's kind of blown there because as people are more authentic their authentic self there's purely authentic in who they are they will literally become enlightened
1: yes absolutely
0: that is magic thank you for sharing
1: Thank
0: you. And this has been such a fun, has been such a fun conversation. Uh, I appreciate who you are. I appreciate all the messages that you're sharing. Uh, all your content is really cool. And um, you do offer that kind of playful aspect as well with all the stuff you post on TikTok uh, with the spiritual knowledge and the depth. And I think you're a great person to follow right now. And I think you're an up and coming star in this social media realm, this conscious social media realm. So thank you, Laura, for being you.
1: Thank you so much. This has been a wild ride. I love this interview.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It has been a wild ride. This is a lot of fun. (laughs) And thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening and being here in this moment of awesome transition and change on this planet. Stay tuned uh, for more episodes of deep shift where we talk about the shift in consciousness that's taking place on this planet. Much love and peace.